This is Get Outside with Kids. I'm Jen. I'm Kate. Life with kids is messy. You might as well take the chaos outside. We're definitely not experts, but we've tried a few things over the years, and maybe you can learn from our messy, muddy mistakes. Hey, and we're back at Get Outside with Kids. On this week's episode, we want to talk about snow, because if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, you're probably going to encounter snow at some point during the year. It's really easy to believe from Instagram that snow adventures with babies are a winter wonderland and that it's magical and that babies just love being outside in the snow. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's really not true. And sometimes it can be really intimidating thinking about taking your baby out in the snow and toddlers and kids because there's so much gear and there's so many things you can get concerned about. So we want to just go over some of these things and talk through some of the things that we have tried and learned in the last couple of years. I think that in places like where we live in Vancouver, we're not in snow all winter. So if you live in in the main part of Vancouver, in the lower mainland, you can avoid snow most of the winter if you want to. It can be quite nice at times. It can be good. You can avoid it. You might be stuck with quite a lot of rain, but it's not like other parts of Canada where you're in the snow, like a lot of snow all winter long. So it does mean that if you're in a place like Vancouver where you're only in the snow occasionally, you might not know that much about the gear. You might not feel that confident in it. So we're hoping to just share some of the things that we've learned that have helped us to get outside even in the coldest parts of winter. Yeah, and one perk, and actually the day that we're recording this today is a great example where um, it was about three degrees in the city, um, and that meant rain. So Kate like was actually- a lot <laughs> of rain. It's like so much rain that your kid's crying in their muddy buddy because it's raining so hard on the top of their hood that it's loud and scary, and they're like, I want to go It was a lot of rain now. today. So Kate actually stayed down here, and she was in the rain today, but I actually chose to go up the mountain today, and so where I was on the mountain, it was snowing. Um, so one of the advantages, if you are here a Vancouver listener, of kind of taking that first step to getting up on the mountains and in the snow is that you do get to avoid some of the rain. Being outside in the rain in three degrees, miserable. Being outside in the snow at a pleasant minus one, quite beautiful. Winter Wonderland? Almost a winter wonderland today. It wasn't too bad, actually. It wasn't too bad. One of the things that freaks me out the most about the snow is what are my kids going to wear? Obviously, no one wants cold, wet kids. And so it can be kind of daunting to think about all the different things that you've got to put your kid into. It can be quite wet in Vancouver. So it's not just about keeping your kid warm. It's about trying to keep them dry as well and trying to stop snow getting into any nooks and crannies in their gear because that snow is going to be very, very wet. So let's start with a few layers. So For sure, you're going to need a snowsuit, depending on the age of your baby or toddler, of course, it's gonna be a one-piece or a two-piece snowsuit. Even if you only visit the snow occasionally, I think a snowsuit's still a really important piece to invest in. Um, That can be new snowsuits or secondhand snowsuits. For our older kids, we have often used like the grandparent Christmas gift as the snowsuit, because that's kind of a bigger investment piece. Um, It's something they can get kind of a couple of seasons out of. But if it's something you're able to obtain, you know, or or share with a friend, a great snowsuit is a good place to start. Um, And one that is either rated for water resistant or waterproof so that you've got a good layer for keeping the wet out that Kate was saying. I think there are some advantages and disadvantages to the one-piece versus the two-piece too. Um, I've used some secondhand mech one-piece ones and they're amazing. They're super warm and you know once your kids zipped into them, like the snow is not getting in down the back of their pants. They're not going to have any issues with things riding up. So those one-pieces can be awesome. The downside of that is that you can only use it in the snow and if 
you want to have a jacket that the kid can use down in the city here in Vancouver or on days where it's not that cold or when it's raining a little bit, you don't want to zip them into a full hot snowsuit in the city, then you can't use that and you need another jacket anyway. So there's some kind of pros and cons there. I love putting kids in a one, one piece snowsuit in the snow, but having two pieces is way more versatile. Um, if a little more complicated to kind of get them into. So that's a good one. And then underneath the snowsuit, uh, some good base layers. Um, not that you need to be, you know, getting merino wool type base layers for your toddlers. Although again, if that's available to you, I think Kate has some grandparents that sent over some good ones every year for Christmas. Yeah, we've got some great base layers, actually. We've got some, probably the cutest North Face gear you'll ever see. I think it's very adorable. zero to three months, we got these little base layers, which is hilarious. Because as if they really, they're not sweating. The whole point of a base layer is like if the kid starts to sweat then the moisture is wicked away from their skin a three month old is not moving they're just you know a little blob but still um as our kids have gotten a bit older we have got some of those sales at mountain equipment co-op where you get super super good prices on the base layers um and that's been really like even as they get bigger and they started skiing we've we've generally bought like one set like that for them um you can also pick up lots of them secondhand and it's more about when they get wet if they're because it's not necessarily from sweat, I guess. It can be when the snow sneaks in through their boots or whatever. Um, but the base layers do a really good job of not making them really cold from having wet cotton against their skin. Yeah, I think if at all possible, you just want to avoid cotton as your kids get older. Again, if it's a baby all zipped up in a one-piece snowsuit, you're Doesn't a little bit really less matter. concerned. If your kid is getting out and actually hiking and walking in the snow and there's more opportunity for snow to actually get in their boots or down their backs, and that's where just avoiding cotton, if you can, with some of those base layers is fantastic. That makes you free out like I don't want to buy any more gear I've already got the snowsuit and I, that seemed like a big investment if you have a pair of like synthetic fleece pants and the same fleece kind of sweater or something for the top that's perfect that's all we have really as yeah. well my oldest child pretty much just has a uh, fleece pants and a fleece top and you're pretty much good to go the next thing is definitely mittens when I'm out hiking with my kids I typically bring two pairs of mittens and I find this to be a saver so you've got your like you know I want to call them the dollar store version I'm a big fan of just like the cheap cheerful ones they're really easy to get on because if it does turn out to be a warmer day kids hate being in those big bulky mittens you know um, and they're not as versatile for picking up you know sticks or leaves or making a snowball um, so those thin ones are great but of course if it actually is playing in the snow as we know those ones can get wet very easily so then I do always bring of course like a proper um, I don't want to say a proper ski mitt you know the waterproof kind of ski mitt material as well but I almost always bring both because either way, it'll either be too hot or too cold if I only pick one of them. So by having two options, at least I've kind of got this extra layer to, to work around. I think it's a good idea in general with getting out in the snow is taking lots and lots and lots of spares. So we have lots, we do the same. We try and take lots of pairs of mittens. Actually, just two weeks ago, I decided to scour uh, the secondhand groups looking for more waterproof mittens because they're so useful here and they get so wet. <laughs> they get so, and that can be kind of the end of your day when your kids' mitts are wet and their hands are cold and they're crying. Oh yeah, It's that's just it. <laughs> the end. So it's worth, if you can find some secondhand, having them in the bottom of your backpack just in case. The other gear that I really like um, to have is a neck warmer so one that can then you can just sort of pull it down right over there <laughs> you can use it as a hat in a pinch um, and you can kind of bundle them up right in it and that's another thing that we tend to have like a spare one of those in the backpack as well 
in addition to a nice cozy hat for them. Yeah. And then we also got, uh, we asked our, our grandparents for some extra cozy socks. So mm. um, extra cozy socks are nice or even just two pairs of socks, frankly, will do the yeah. same trick. But yeah, we all know those cold toes make hiking or even just being in the backpack not so great. So we do, that's the only time we pretty much get out the special warm socks, we call them. Um, and the kids love them because the only time we wear them is when we're doing a big snow adventure. The last thing you want is like the super short ankle socks where you're like, oh yeah, these ones are fun. <laughs> socks don't matter. And then your kids' feet get cold and nothing makes you feel like a worse parent than when your kid's crying. You're like, I don't know what's wrong. And an hour later, you're like, whoops, their feet were like ice. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. So yeah, you can avoid that by, I think we have one pair of ski socks yeah, per, we have kid, one per kid. And they're like big, thick, long ones that come almost up to their knees so that there's no kind of slip ups there with the bottom of their pants riding up and their socks riding down and whatever. Um, the other thing about all that gear as well is that it can be really expensive when you have a little tiny baby to have every single size, but you don't need every single size. And actually what we have found is firstly, our kids have massive heads, <laughs> they have, they have huge heads. They actually fit a lot of my hats now. So if we if we don't have a spare hat lying around for one of them, I'll chuck in one of my spare warm hats, put it in the bag. I know that in a pinch it's going to work. Same with mittens. If your kids' hands get cold, they've lost a mitten, one's fallen in the snow, they're it's all gonna wet. Happen. It's going to happen. You can take your own adult-sized mittens and put them right down. They'll come down to their elbows. Your kids will probably think oh, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. And I'd way rather do that uh, than have no, no spares. Yeah. So, yeah, the adult-sized gear, it doesn't really matter. And even socks, particularly in a baby who doesn't walk, adult-sized oh, yeah. socks over the top of their feet, like, they can be fine. If you've got some nice woolen socks in an adult size – Chuck them on over your kid's tiny baby weenie short socks <laughs> and uh, they'll be nice and toasty warm. Yeah. And speaking of sizes, it reminded me today, um, so the snowsuit that we have, we've had one, you know, one one-piece snowsuit for now two boys that have worn it and it's technically size 12 to 18 months. The brand is Columbia. And my youngest is still wearing it now, and he's almost two and a half. And my kids are not small. I'm like, how? who sized this snowsuit? But we definitely, our first kid started wearing it. I have a picture, I remember, and he's 10 months old in the snowsuit. So that's one kid who wore it for two full winters. And now we're on our second kid who's now on his second winter wearing the snowsuit. So that's four winters out of one snowsuit. And I'll still sell this snowsuit. It's still actually in remarkably good condition. So I'll still actually sell it when it's done as well. So that's... That was a really good investment and I actually got it at Winners so it wasn't even full price when we bought it. Um, we got four full winters out of it. So often if you buy snowsuits, especially just a little bit big to start, you can sometimes get that second winter out of them. I would definitely go big on snow. Oh here. god, yeah. Our kids are massive as well. And <laughs> so going big is really the only way to make it to make it in any way worthwhile. We always know that we're going to need the next size up in snow pants. So whenever you see them secondhand somewhere or friends are giving them away, it's always worth having the next size up because you know your kid's gonna need a pair of snow pants. Exactly. They're not gonna go out of fashion. There's nothing about them that's, you know, in any way timely, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now on the flip side, um, often you're so worried about your baby being so warm, which is important, kind of dress your self the same and one thing I have run into as we were just kind of talking about this is um, you know let's say you have a baby who's not mobile or a toddler who's going to spend most of their time in the pack and so you are going to be carrying that human being on your person remember that you're going to be working up a sweat like quite a sweat I have made the mistake sometimes, of course, you go outside and you're like, ooh, it's cold. Of course, I'm going to put all my regular layers on that I might wear if I was going alone snowshoeing or like for, a, for going skiing. 
And then I get five minutes into my hike carrying this, you know, 30 pound kit on my back and I am sweating so hard. (laughs) And now you've got to like take off the baby and try and get all your layers off. So one thing I've learned for myself is actually to dress a little bit lighter. Like I, you know, you want to of course have an extra layer to be warm, but if you're actually going to be carrying a human being on your person, especially if it's a little baby in the front, you basically are bringing a heater with you (laughs) on your hike. You don't need that down jacket on when you're like that. Yeah, and so it's all those same things of like looking at the materials, making sure you don't have cotton against your skin. If you're breastfeeding, you need to then think about how you're going to get your boob out to feed your baby, which is can be challenging in the winter. It's logistic because you're like yeah. trying to pull stuff down and things up, and you're trying to kind of angle it. So yeah, that's that's definitely a challenge. And you know, one of the things we suggest as well about where you go is probably not going out for too long with a kid in the snow. So maybe you don't have to breastfeed while you're actually out and about. Hopefully, because it can be a little challenging. But making sure that you know yourself best, you know how to get <laughs> get things around. But it's something to think about if you've got a whole lot of layers on. Yeah. On the on, And same thing on that note, often when I'm out snowshoeing, I would see people go out and, and you know, previous to having a baby on, like kind of like a warm snowshoe day, uh, you wouldn't actually wear snow pants, right? Because if it's warm enough around here, you can often go snowshoeing without snow pants. Except when you have a baby, at some point you will be sitting in the snow. So no matter what the weather Always. is now, yes. I have to tell myself it could be the warmest day, but if there's snow, I will be sitting in it, kneeling in it, packing in it, doing something in it, changing a kid, doing a something. So always wear snow pants or waterproof pants because your butt will be in the snow if you're with kids. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that's really good too. I think I've worn even just leggings with rain pants over the top. So they're not like insulated pants for me. Uh, but yeah, because you know you're going to sit down. Maybe you need to sit down to breastfeed, that kind of thing. And then you're probably going to have a whole lot of pockets. And as you're getting ready, you need to make sure that like your gloves or your mittens or your hat they're in your pockets because once that baby goes to sleep if it's in a front carrier it's really hard to get stuff out again in terms of other gear to take when you're going hiking with a baby in the snow similar to when we've talked about hiking with a baby in general you can have you know the kind of front carrier like the sort of soft carrier like an ergo baby or a tula what i think i prefer in the snow is like the full-on proper backpack so the one that we have and i think you have the same one is yeah. a doita they're awesome the kid comfort they've been around forever and people just love them um and the great thing about them is you can prop them up so and like many hiking backpacks so that once the baby goes to sleep you can actually remove sometimes them. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> if you don't have like a super sensitive baby you can take them off and sort of sit them up like that the reason i like them is that i find it easier to control my own heat yeah. when i don't have a baby up like directly in contact with me like you said a little heater on board so I actually like the backpack because they're a little further away from me the downside of that is that the baby can get colder if they're not dressed properly because they're not right up against you yeah you can also see your snowshoes easier too and the baby's on the front there are times where you just True. actually can't see your feet very well depending on the age of your baby um so seeing your your feet easier which leads us to our next point we should talk about where you should go especially if you're new to hiking or new to hiking in the snow with a baby where you should go for the first time and firstly if you're new to hiking with a baby at all and your first expedition is out in the snow like yes <laughs> go for you. you like that's amazing I would think that'd be the coolest way to start hiking with a baby like I'm gonna skip like the park walk and like the you know the chilled out two kilometer hike around a lake I'm going to the snow that's awesome so there's lots of things about being in the snow that are you know variable one of the things is that 
depending on how much snow there is, the snow can be really deep or it can be quite well packed down. So one of the things that Jen and I have both found when hiking with a baby, particularly the first couple of times you do it, is it's really nice to go on a path that is really, the the snow is frequently walked by other people. So it's packed right down and it means it's much easier to walk on. And those trails around the Vancouver area in particular are typically within the ski resorts. So up at Cypress Mountain or up at Mount Seymour, if you went up, I guess, to Callahan Valley and those kind of areas where there's a lot of popular snowshoeing tracks, they tend to be nice and packed down so that you don't sink into the snow. That means that you can either, you can take your snowshoes if you want, or you can rent snowshoes at a lot of these places. But if there hasn't been a lot of recent snow and the snow is really packed, you can get away with little spikes, which is so much so easier. much easier. Yeah, the whole hassle of taking firstly the backpack and then all your gear that you've got to take, like a million wipes and all the food and all the things for you, and then all the layers for everybody, and then your snowshoes, oh, and then your baby as well. <laughs> the baby. You take the baby. All that stuff and your massive snowshoes. It can feel like a lot. Particularly if at some point you're like, I don't need snowshoes here. The snow's not deep enough to justify it and I want to take them off. And now you, where are you going to put your snowshoes? Now you have to carry them. Yeah. Now you're carrying the snowshoes. Well, it's a baby. Whew. Whereas if you have just the little spikes, so they're the little ones that kind of just clip over your shoes and they can, they sort of scrunch down to like, what, like a coffee cup kind of size. Yeah, quite small. And they're, then they're flexible too. They just go into something. So, so yeah, pick a trail that ideally when you've hiked in the summer if at all possible that way you're familiar with the terrain if you're here where we are kind of in the vancouver lower mainland all of the resorts have what we call inbound trails which means they're actually groomed and maintained by someone so there's an actual human being or staff that go out and maintain these trails from a safety perspective and also from an avalanche risk perspective so that's kind of nice knowing that there is some um some safety things to them and there's going to be maps available so you can actually choose the distance you want to go and they're actually graded uh like ski runs so like green for easy, blue for intermediate, and black for hard. So certainly if it's your first time out, you stick to those green ones. So it's it's much easier. Yeah, I think of the local mountains around Vancouver, my favorite would be Seymour. I think Seymour does a great job of this. They're inbound, like the, the trails within the resort are really mellow, but very beautiful. And so you get really a nice experience there. They also do guided trips for, and they used to do this pre-COVID for um, like mums with babies, which was really nice because it moved at a reasonable pace and they rented you the snowshoes if you didn't have your own. And it was kind of a nice way to sort of dip your toe in and be like, is this for me? Like, yes, or really no. Um, But like it wasn't too hardcore. So if that's something that maybe you feel more comfortable with, there'll be a there could be in those sort of groups other mums or dads and other parents and caregivers around who could also offer advice and suggestions if they're like oh you know I have an extra one of this. No I think I think starting kind of easy and a mellow trail is good and also just knowing that you know let's say your usual summer trail out maybe you feel comfortable hiking with your baby three to five kilometers. Tell yourself that the first time you go to the snow one snowshoeing is physically harder than hiking. So maybe you're gonna hike one kilometer in the snow and that's amazing, right? Like set the bar and set your expectations super low so that you can really, it's just about getting outside and just having that first taste of the snow with your baby. And it's really funny. We were just talking before this about the first time we kind of took our babies up to the snow. And I think it was like the first time they were old enough to like remember or experience the snow. And you put them down in the snow and they're all just kind of sitting there like, 
what is going on? You know, it's Little very faces, comical. They were so confused. They're very confused. They're not winter babies. They didn't. They don't live in the snow. And so you take them up there, and they're very displaced. And you put them down, and they're sort of touching it, and they're in all their gear, and their arms are sticking straight out because they're in snow suits, and their little faces—they're so confused. It's very cute. Yeah, but it, but it's fun. I mean, I think once your kids dressed correctly and all bundled up. I feel like you're once you've done it a couple times, the fear of them being cold kind of goes away. You kind of realize, like, you know, at least where we live, where it's typically not much colder than minus five, might I don't even think we've taken out minus ten, probably minus five realistically, maybe minus eight. Certainly, if you're listening to this and you live in a place where it's regularly minus forty, that's probably a different experience. Wow. but you know, that kind of mild cold for kids is great. If they're, you know, they get that little bit of flush on their cheeks and if they're old enough to walk a little bit on the trail, they love it. It's super fun. I would say, you know, in, if you're worried about your kid being cold as well, it is worthwhile to check oh, their hands, check their cheeks. Their cheeks often feel cold anyway. Check the back of their neck and check their toes. I've, I've for sure taken my kid hiking in the backpack and thought they were all bundled up, but f- sort of forgotten they're not moving. Yeah. And because they're not, when they're not mobile, if they're not moving in the backpack, they can get cold there. So the best way to kind of prevent that, firstly, you want to dress them for success. You want to make sure you've done all that kind of layering, all those all those tips we shared there around no cotton, lots of thick socks, nice cozy layers, good snowsuit. And then choosing somewhere where you're not going to be out for that long because you just don't really know how your kid's going to handle it at first. And choosing somewhere, you know, like we said, trails within ski resorts are great, partly because they have buildings somewhere nearby. So at worst, there might be a washroom you can use. At best, there could be like a whole cafe or a cafeteria where you could go inside and and really warm up and let your kid warm up as well. And that can be a nice way to sort of try it out and be like, what did I learn from this experience? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sometimes what you learn from this experience is it's not for you or yeah. we need to reevaluate. Um, or I love the rain after yeah. all and I don't need to come up to the snow again. I'm just so fine. fine with the yeah. rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's always good to double check layers. I was just thinking about actually one of the times we went up to the mountain and it got all the way up there and realized uh, my husband had not packed my son's snow jacket at all like <laughs> snow pants yes luckily we actually had an extra sweater in the car so now we had two sweaters on and then we're like well worst case scenario we could just wrap them in our jacket I guess luckily it turned out to be not too cold of a day but I think at one point I was like well <laughs> Andrew I guess you're giving him your coat and we'll just wrap them up in the- we'll just put your coat around it um so always double check before you leave I guess the other thing we didn't <laughs> mention as well was shoes as well and it can feel ridiculous to buy little winter boots for your non-walking baby Maybe you don't really need them if they're not walking. The thing is they do keep your kids' feet dry if you put them down in the snow even for a minute. So that's kind of useful. And as your kids get bigger, for sure, snow boots are really necessary. You can get really great ones around to your second hand. And our kids don't wear them that much, so they're normally in pretty good condition and you can sell them for a pretty similar amount to what you bought them for. As long as they don't ride their bike in them. Oh, don't let your kids ride your bike in their boots. <sighs> they just ruin them. <laughs> they, when, they're on the, when they're on the balance bikes and they use their feet to brake and it's just, ugh, just tearing through the bottom of those thick soles. But anyway, these are kind of our, our great tips here. <laughs> we dress our kids properly. Go somewhere where you can be close to somewhere indoors. Like with all the things we're suggesting when you're getting outside with kids, start small, lower your expectations. 
scale things back like way way back and you know we've had beautiful memories i've had amazing memories up the cedar sky gondola i love snow snowshoeing up there with a baby i think it's such a beautiful place i also got married up there so you know it's particularly special but there are lots of really amazing memories to be had and it feels pretty cool when you've taken your kid up to the snow you've had an adventure you've come home again you're like today i really achieved something like yeah maybe we were only outside for 35 minutes but I, I actually achieved that. I took my kid to another climate. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I think of all the times I've been snowshoeing, um, you know, with other mom friends or sometimes even just on my own with one of my one of my ones when they were little. And people will walk by you and be like, wow, you have a baby in there, you know? Yeah, you're so hardcore. You are so and you hardcore. are. Like if you're, yeah, ta- you if you're listening hardcore. to this still after this long and you're like, I'm so inspired. I'm going to take my kid out in the snow. You are a hardcore parent, hardcore yeah. caregiver and good for you. Take yeah. that kid out. And you know what? I think too, I mean, living in Vancouver, I feel like our kids don't know what cold is anymore. I'm from Ontario. So we, I know what cold is. We grew up in like what we want to call real winter. Um, and I'm like, man, if my kids don't visit the snow here, they're never going to have any tolerance for like, <laughs> Actual cold temperature. Like me from Australia, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it also kind of shows that kids are they're more resilient than you think. And once you've bundled them up correctly and they're having a good time and you've got some snacks, um, the snow can really be such a fun experience for them. And seeing their little faces kind of all bundled up with their flesh cheeks in the snow is really wonderful. So if we've inspired you to do anything today, it's go out, even just visit the snow for a first time and make some memories with your kid. Make sure you subscribe to Get Outside With Kids wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. We hope you'll follow along on our journey.